Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to find out, did Mr. Lane and Donors Choose finally come to some kind of agreement? Samsung Solve for Tomorrow also released their 100 state winners. Were we among those 100 state winners? Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 28 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Well, as we start every episode, partner, we always talked about how did you nail it this week? Now, how have you nailed it this week? Well, um, I actually had a, a good moment where like, I remembered something. You know, Sometimes I forget details, but remember how you had your STEM kids. They were uploading pictures. And I don't even, I was like months ago that I taught you about the HEIC files, right? But there's a lot of people, you know, it's the the holidays just ended. A lot of people got new devices, you know, phones and iPads, and we just got a bunch of um, new devices here. But a lot of the kids have that HIC, um, what would you say? It's like the way it converts a file, but photos specifically, and it's the way your phone will allow you to hold more things on. But it basically is like high efficiency. Is that what it stands for? I think it's a HEIC file. Yeah, but I think it stands yeah. for like high efficiency something. I don't know what I it trust is. Trust you. Yeah, and I, so, I hate those things. They make me so angry. Well, and the problem is, why did you need your kids to convert it? It's because it's not compatible with, um, you can't put it anywhere really, right? I have no clue what it does because like once you try to upload it to like your Google Drive and put it on a website, they're not compatible, like they don't get along. Yeah, exactly, so you can you can put it into Google Drive, you can share those photos and stuff, but it won't, and you can text those to other people, but you can't put it into a Google Slides, you can't put it into um, a Google Sites or anything. Sure, it can go into iPhoto, if like kids actually plug in their phones to a computer. And print off pictures. Yeah, it probably could, but you can't. You can't put it into a lot of these things. And it's just we a learned lot of headaches, that a lot of headaches. it is a huge headache, and it's a file that ends up being kind of a pain when you want to use it later. So I remembered how to fix that for your kids, and then we fixed them for your iPads. And I have to say, I was pretty excited that I remembered that trick. Um, but it, and it's really really simple. Um, so if any of our listeners need help with that, I can help you convert that. Uh, but that was a really a cool moment for me this week. And as far as like failed it, I would say it's like a long time coming. I'm like, I'm nailing it now, but I kind of failed it. And that all teachers, when you graduate the program, you have to have um, a class that is U.S. history, uh, constitution. Is that what I think? It's U.S. constitution history. And Arizona constitution. And Arizona, yeah, and Arizona constitution history because, you know, that's going to be awesomely fun. So uh, you said from the get, sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. But as a new teacher, you got a lot going on. You know, you're trying to write curriculum. You're learning, you know, how to be a teacher. And it's, all, it's an awful lot. So I did not sign up. But now, it's time because <laughs> I have to have those classes done by I think June, which yeah. so I've got some time. And I've and I've been on you for three years. I was like, you I was really like, get have. these classes done. Yeah. I'm like, they're online, get them done. So once once you become a teacher in Arizona, you get a three year provisional uh, teaching certificate, yeah. and then part of that provisional certificate is you're going to complete these six credit hours of U.S. Constitution and Arizona Constitution. And I've been like, you got to get these done, get them done. You didn't mention and that. And you literally have like four months to get these done. Well, I and I have to credit Mrs. Bonham because I had actually it wasn't on my radar, and she got like a tap 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 um, from HR reminding her that hers were coming due and so she helped me find navigate the world of online classes I gotta tell you I haven't been a college student now for you know since I did my program three years ago and I'm a little hazy on it and it's not the same college I'm doing it th- through Rio Salado which is awesome and um, so yeah, I just signed I signed up I think last week, and then I went through and tried to do a bunch of my reading and stuff. Um, I know so much about U.S. history in just lesson one, so I can't even imagine what's coming down for me. <laughs> and, and then you hate the fact that you can't go ahead. You can only do like uh, one assignment per week. I can't even turn in this assignment. That's what's killing me is, and you know, details are not my strength. And we have so many things, like we're busy. We, we have so many things that we're juggling and stuff. And so the weekend is a great time for me. So I did all my reading. I completed these quizzes. And then there's an assignment, and you can tr- there's a place to turn it in, except for when I did it. It said, you're too early. It hasn't been opened up yet. So now I have to remember 
that sometime this week I have to go back in and do that, which I gotta tell you, it's 50-50, and you can't miss any assignments. Every assignment you have to turn in, um, or else you do not pass the class, and it's not a cheap class. So um, it's kind of a failed it in the fact that, you know, I got other things going on, but I'm, I'm manning up, I'm, I'm doing this, and I'm gonna get it done, and I will crush it, and I'm gonna be like, really, really well-versed in all of this constitution Now you're stuff. taking both these classes at the same time? Simultaneously. It's a 12-week online class. Wow, going right up to the deadline there. Yeah, yeah. Like I said before, I'm so proud of you. I'm glad yeah. you're getting this done. I mean, it is imperative to for your teaching certificate to have these on your certificate to get them done. So True. well done on your part. Now, it was our first week back from break. Great first week back. You know, you're trying to get your teacher legs. The kids are kind of getting acclimated. They come back on Monday. Like I said, they're going to be zombies. This is actually Mrs. Ligori's theory. I can't take credit from it. Day two, they start to get a little little chatty. And then day three, you want to hone it down, lock it down. And, I mean, they the kids came back on Monday. They were just like, at the end of the day, they were just like zombies. They, they were, really were. They were just so tired. And uh, break takes a lot out of the kids and getting back in it. But I had such a fun. I got a new 7th and 8th grade group. I'm so excited about the two groups of kids that I have to start my morning off and going to do so many cool things. This first week, we've already done so many cool things. And we've been doing, you know, I'm going to start off this quarter with animation, you know, kind of really focus on animation. You came up with our name for our Etsy shop and our CR Verde uh, maker shop. You came up with the SV maker Makerspace Merch Shop. Is that the maker. name? Maker. Maker Merch. Maker, maker Merch. Yeah. Like, it's a great name. I Kids love merch. Like, yeah. all their favorite YouTubers. So it's got, got that cachet. Yeah. You, you crushed it with the name. I'm not even going to try to take credit for the name because... We'll come you, back to this yes. pod if you do. <laughs> <laughs> we totally will. So I'm excited to kind of get, like, our Etsy shop yeah. going and selling the kids' work and kind of doing these things. And it was just just great weeks. And I rolled out Flip a Clip with the kids. And, you know, I hadn't used it a lot. You know, played with it a little over break. And I was just blown away by what these kids were doing and what they created in the first week with uh, Flip a Clip. And what Flip a Clip is, it's almost like stop motion for artwork. And they kind of create these cartoon animations. So, yeah, so that's why I wanted to. So we've, we've done Brush Ninja. And, you know, we like that program. But how... So flip a clip, basically, this is what I wanted to ask you to like kind of explain. So it's like you'll take a frame. Do you have a starting frame and then you build from that? Or do you all, does the, your first frame, is it a blank canvas? You can do canvas? either or. Okay. You can do either or. I found it really fascinating. I don't remember whose I was looking at. Maybe um, EG over here. I think it's who it was. But I really loved how it was just like, and then you're just changing one detail and then just changing one detail. And, and I, it seemed like it had a, a better ease of use um, you know, Brush Ninja is making just a GIF, but that's like a legit story. It, yeah. it really is like a movie. No, and we were so excited, like, just to see these artwork. And, yeah. you know, I just started the week off of flip books, and they were so cool. And some kids try to take their flip books and turn those into flip a clip. And oh, like, I cool. want to see what this looks like on oh, uh, the computer cool. animation. So, Big celebration to Flip a Clip. It's my new favorite app. It's awesome. But with that being said, uh, Kylie, one of our eighth graders, she has an iPad Pro, amazing artist, and Procreate is something like me and you have been seeing on Twitter a lot, mm -hmm. and kind of you know it's blown our minds. We're like, oh my goodness, Procreate looks so awesome. It's so cool. Uh, we want to get on get on this and. Um, we, we have uh, some grant money that we've put aside for Apple Pencils. Yeah. And the Apple Pencils are awesome. I've never really – I use it for like 10 seconds, and I'm already in love. And you have some stylus – stylus eye. I don't know. What's the plural? <laughs> well, you I don't know. know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think just stylus. Stylus. Uh, so you have like a jar of those. But like, you know – and. and and the kids loved it for flip a clip. They really liked it. But like to get those details and do oh, some things, yeah. like you really need like that pointer of pencil. And yeah. I'm sure there's some cheaper ones. And me and you were like, we're gonna get the uh, I don't know what version two of the Apple pencil is. And then me and you luckily had Kylie test it and figure it out that that the the version two does not work on our iPads. We need we need to get the version ones, and then we're like, oh my goodness, are those version ones going to be outdated? So we we're a little nervous there. I still am wondering though, like we said, because you know technology just evolves so quickly, and it's amazing how fast things yeah. are. Obsolete. Yeah, they're yeah. obsolete, and then you're left holding a VHS player, you know, and exactly. you're like, yay, a disc man. <laughs> you walk around jamming out to a disc man. Yeah. Um, so so it was just so cool to kind of see the kids' artwork. 
work, their creativity. They were just so excited. It was amazing. And they've been putting those on their Google sites, like their portfolio. So just such a cool start to go from like flip books of pencils into flip a clip. And I've been busting out the sixth graders 3D prints. I mean, they've worked all second quarter, like designing these things and busting out these 3D prints. And on Friday, I had this one print that finished with like two inches of like spool. That was it was crazy. crazy. That it, really was, was. it was so crazy. And I was having such a good Friday. I almost tweeted out me like, I'm like everything's downhill from here. Nothing could be better than this like 3D print finishing with um, like inches of spool. It was just so crazy. That I was really sweating was. out the whole time. And I was just, I was hitting a wall on Friday. I sent you a text. I'm like, all right, I'm going to run to Starbucks. I need to, I need a little pick me up. Do you want something? So I was like, you're like, yeah, yeah, get me, pick me up at Starbucks. So I run to Starbucks. You I, did. Like, mobile order, love mobile order. You're in and you're out. I was like, I'm going to get all these things done. It's and an then, ironic choice of words yes, that you say. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> it was, it was just such a first, great first week back. It really was. And then I go out to my car and my car won't start. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. No, no power, no electricity, anything. And I thought, like, this is the end of my car. I was like, like, I got a fairly new battery in here. And I thought my car was dead. And I'm like, I'm like, I have to get someone to towed. Like, come pick this thing up. It's, it's going to have to go in the scrap here. And I was just like, I was like, trying to look things up. I had like no service on my phone. You came and picked me up, and I was just like going to get in your car, and be like, "Let's go, let's get out of here." We legit, we're starting to just get into the yeah. car, like we were going to leave the car behind. It was in a thirty-minute parking in spot. a thirty-minute parking spot. It, just that alone, I was like, uh, "Hold up here." <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, and you're like, "Should we try to jump it?" And you know, we we, we jumped it. I, I am. You were a little nervous, but I am I like, I, I am the jump master. I'm going to learn jump a that. Car. Because it was really like when I watched you. I loosely watched you, and now I'm like, oh, I should have paid attention. It was really cool. Yeah, so we, we, we jumped my car. We get my car back. Um, so that, that was all great and everything. But the part of it was, like, when you pulled up, I was so excited. I, like, jumped out of my car so fast, carrying my DVDs because I couldn't even lock my car. You know, I had this, like, stack That's of so DVDs weird. in my hand. And then I ripped my Red Sox lanyard. And I've, I've probably had this, like, lanyard um, – from my since my first year of teaching, like the thing just like ripped and you know the thing got ripped in half. You were so nice. You actually took a, a small shred of it and nailed it up to the nailed it wall. It was a beautiful moment. Hashtag nailed it. I will say though, it's funny that your entire car, the value for you boils down to a handful of DVDs. <laughs> like, that's all you wanted from this whole car. It was like as long as I have this stack of DVDs, it was a hefty stack. But that was all. Then you were willing to just walk away. Yes, I was. <laughs> I had the stack. I lost my lanyard. I think I was more upset about oh. the lanyard getting ripped but then the story goes into something else so get the get back i take my kids to tumbling and then my keys were like you know they're half and half because the lanyard and i wasn't paying attention so i put my uh my wife's car key onto my school keys for some reason i don't know what happened there so so we go to tumbling take my kids to tumbling i switch out the cars and then my wife had a birthday party to go to so i was like i'm gonna drop you off here and I'm going to uh, take the kids to Chick-fil-A. Ryan loves Chick-fil-A. So Chick-fil-A, if you're looking for a sponsor, the Nailed It Wall would love to be your unofficial sponsor for go-to restaurant. This is true. Ryan absolutely loves it. He gets so excited. He thought it said Chipotle, started having a meltdown. He's like, Chipotle, I'm like, I said your favorite place. We're going to Chick-fil-A. So we're having a great night. Uh, my wife gets out of the car. It starts beeping. She's like, do you have keys? And I like, I slap my pocket. I'm like, yeah, I, I got keys. Like, I got this like this big bulging thing in my pocket. So I'm like, yeah, I got keys. I get to Chick-fil-A and then uh, I turn off the car and then I take out my keys and I look at them and I'm like, I don't have my Ford key. Oh my gosh. And she's like halfway across town. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, I just want to have a nice Friday night. So like the the van dying, my lanyard ripping, like, and like half the times, I I, want to make these stories up, but like, this is real life for me and you. These things, (laughs) these things, we couldn't even like script these things that happened to us. I cannot believe. And and then I can't believe we didn't even take a picture of us jumping the uh, the thing the other day. You know what's uh, so funny though about what you, what you did is, I feel like that is not a our fault thing. I feel like that's a flaw in the way these keys are designed. The fact that you can the car does not have to be in the same vicinity <laughs> once it, like you won't you can't start it without the key, right? Yeah. 
But the fact that when the card, when the key leaves, I feel like there should be more than just a little beep. Like a, hey, guys, (laughs) no, for real. Like, you need that. Because that has happened to me before. And it is not a good feeling. There is nothing you can do. You can't now do anything with that car because the keys are not with you anymore. I feel like that is not necessarily solely our fault. Yeah. And, you know, so all these things just transpire to this. So I get to Chick-fil-A. My kids are just so hungry at this time. I mean, they had a long, a long week uh, that me and you are working on our Astro Camp email after school. So we had them. The, we're like, we need one hour to, like, bust this out and work. Sprinted them to, you know, and I was a little nervous that my car was going to start up in the. I was nervous um, for you. And so they're starving, and then I, I call my wife, and then luckily shout out to my main man, Nick, fellow dance dad. He, he was a trooper. He left the party, brought the keys to oh, us, that's nice. sat down, ate with us, almost called you. I was like, I didn't know you were so busy, so I was going to be like, <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to believe this again. I cannot I don't believe have my keys. that. Like, that is crazy. So, yeah, and then I was like running these. I'm like, I'm like do I Uber at home with my kids? Like, And then I was like, I didn't, have keys. I didn't have keys to get into oh, yeah, i guess house. i could have gotten the the garage thing but so long story short like my car didn't start up i ripped my lanyard i went to chick-fil-a and i had no key there it's and basically like that book like the, the no good very bad day yeah, like it, it, but the irony is it was such a great day yeah it, it was. was a great day with really really inconvenient things happening it was odd because it was such a happy day yeah and i was getting a little down on myself and like you, you picked me up there and you're like you're like it's a great day and the week was just so awesome it but was. like for all those things to happen and kind of get stressed out and well I, the good news is listeners the STEM mobile is still in business. It is. It and is. you know what? Like, people may be listening and say, like, oh, your battery died. Like, you don't just leave your car. His car, you know, it's seen some years. Yep. It has seen some years. <laughs> but I have to say, it's a good, solid car. And so I'm glad that I'm glad that it rallied for you and that it's still trucking along. It's a good and car. You know, I, I won't give up on it. I won't I give up that. on it. It needs a little TLC, but uh, it, was, it, it was a roller coaster. But I can't say enough like what an awesome first week it was yeah, and it was. to have like almost send of that tweet and be like it's all downhill from here <laughs> and then it literally went all downhill from yeah, there yeah that is true now as this year has kind of gone along i feel like we've almost like kind of switched roles a little bit hmm. like i used to always be the the, the down and the dumps like angry like Uh-oh. mad at the world kind of person <laughs> like i would get so upset when things didn't go our way or this like we didn't true. receive a grant and then i feel like i've almost morphed into you in a sense where i'm like You're always so positive. positive and be like oh this is great it's gonna be awesome and you used to always be the one having to pick me up and being like you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And we, we got our result from Samsung. So tell us what happened with Samsung. Okay. But before I do that, I have okay. to say this. I think that a lot of that growth is because you have developed a whole culture in your class and like, you know, personally about the whole concept of failure. And then if you think about that, it really has transformed like who we are in the way that I feel like we look at things now. And it's more of like such more of a positive thing, right? Like I think that that is a huge contributor. Um, and, you know, and just how we talk things out on here too. But anyway, I just had to have that as an aside. No, so, you're, you're totally right. And like I would get so worked up and so upset like – and then, like, you'd always have to, like, talk me off the ledge. You'd be like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. Or something else is going to come down the pipeline. And, and it does. And and I feel like you've, this past year, you've taken things a little harder than you usually do. Well, I, th- I think that's true. Like, I don't, you don't have to talk me down from the ledge. But I definitely feel, I think what the hard part is, is, you know how you said you've grown in an area. You know, I wasn't super emotional. <laughs> and that's an area that I've gotten to be a little bit different in. And so usually my disappointment. You're a bucket. Stems, You're a bucket. Yes. My, usually my disappointment in the last year um, it has ties to how I feel it's going to impact the kids. Like whatever these things of, of disappointment are, they tend to be things that are hard for me to know, like the effects on our kids. And um, I think that in general, those are the things that bum me out the most. And the Samsung thing, you know, we really, um, 
they know we had a lot of hope in it, not because we want to be a school that moves on. You know, we, I love the 27 dress analogy. Uh, yeah, we want that. But more than that, we wanted to see this group of kids, like these kids, this idea, we wanted to see um, that go forward. And I think that that was what was really just disappointing. And I knew, I knew who was going to have to deliver this news, and it wasn't you. <laughs> so I, I, I hate delivering bad news. Oh, it's awful. Who who wants to deliver it? And um, the boss from Office Space. Yes, that's exactly right. And so you know, I knew that Lincoln was going to come running up. I mean, we found out that he had posted on social media that we were finding out the next day. He was so excited, and. It just makes it that much harder when you know that they're so invested in it. It's why you want it so bad for them, but it's also what's going to make it that much harder. And you, and you just don't want them to walk away from that with any kind of thought that uh, they did something wrong or they there was something lacking that just wasn't their year. It just wasn't their year, and that was really hard uh, because their idea was great, their enthusiasm, their passion, their drive, everything. We couldn't have asked for anything better. So I did not take it well. So we were supposed to find out Thursday, Thursday. and you found it a day earlier than that. Wednesday said, night. Yeah, Wednesday night, and that was like such a blow for us. But, you know, and then the hard thing is, is like I'm thinking all night, like, oh, gosh, you know, oh my gosh, maybe I should. I was like, maybe I can bring him a cake. I don't even know. Like, how do you make this better? Um, so, yeah, but, you know, it was it's fine. Right. It's fine. It's it disappointing, awesome. but like, it's fine. And like you talk about, like, what a great week back. That was definitely something that I called you like on Wednesday after school. And I was like, can you imagine like we're going to be finding out tomorrow yeah. and imagine where this could go to that next level and something that, you know, we wanted our kids to kind of have. And this is something that's so student led and something totally. if you heard our podcast last week and listened to those kids and how passionate they were and how much they loved this project. It was, you know, it was a complete bummer. And mm -hmm. I've said it over and over, like how much I already felt like we've won because of of the experiences we had working with these kids. I got to like spend a lot of time with two kids that I didn't even know until this whole thing. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it was a bummer. You were, you're a bum. Then I'm like, I'm like, look at where we came from. You know, we, we didn't know like what this year was even going to give it's us. True. We didn't know if we had that idea to get us to this point. And they just really loved like the whole process. And I feel like they're better kids because of it. Obviously, we're better teachers. We talked about failure. You know, this is our third year in a row being a, a, a state finalist. Maybe next year if they pick six state finalists, <laughs> we have a 100% chance like we'll advance. And, you know, like you said, like, you know, there's the cool thing was there were two other middle schools that went for the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. uh, one was Snowflake. And they've won the whole thing one year where they won $100,000. And there was another school last year that won it last year that we were competing against. And, you know, it's like we talked about and, you know, they were kind of spread out through Arizona. I think there's only two schools like in the valley. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was, it was just such a cool experience. And I had to kind of tell you, be like, it was awesome. You know, we grew so much with these kids. We did so many cool things in that time. And you were just in the dumps there. I was in, the, I'm not gonna lie. I was in the dumps, but I was like, I had to, I had to bring you back on the positive train. Yeah. Well, and I think that if like, again, if it's depending on how we want to look at it, if our goal is we really wanted this to be the year we advance, like, and that's our focus. And then, it, then it, there's not a lot that you're like, oh, it's all great and everything is right. But that's not really why we do any of these challenges. It's not like, oh, we want to have our school. It's not that. We want to say like, well, we want to give our kids an authentic experience to solve a real problem. Not a problem that we hand feed them, as we know. I mean, they called around, they had their failed <laughs> ideas. and But they generated a problem and then they came up with a way to solve it and that's what our goal is to give them these authentic opportunities and then um, and then to teach them the process of like what goes into putting this challenge together and this for us this was so much growth for you and I about how much to guide them we really just facilitated on this one um, and we got much better at that this year but that is because they took ownership and they actually really were invested but you look at all the growth for that um, for them to understand that everything in life boils down to an idea, you know, it just comes to an idea. And in the world of like inter internet uh, success of like 
things are just these small ideas and then they blow up because of YouTube or whatever. You get your five seconds of fame and then, you know, what you can do with it and what they're, you know, you look at all that and that's incredible growth. So we did. We didn't move forward, but we won a million ways. And what they will take forward with that, they have a very entrepreneurial like see a uh, spirit about all three of them um Wyatt what that was tough like when I because I told Lincoln and then Wyatt was kind of on like on the fringe and then she heard and then looking at her it was like oh gosh it's so hard for me to tell you um but other kids asked like they knew it was the date kids Port of the North. school I Port know North. North. <laughs> I I really tried to say it. I I think I said it pretty kind but she knew it was I, a nerve I told you to apologize again <laughs> I did um because just as sweet as could be she asked you know, if we had found out or when or whatever. And yeah, we had, it was this so is, raw. This, this is a, a Thursday morning when we're filming announcements for our green screen Friday. Yeah. I and didn't even know how to respond. You saw. You, I did not did know not how to respond. respond. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I, it was it was fine. But, you know, but I love that kids ask and I love that teachers are asking and that it's on people's radar. And, you know, it's like, okay. And I didn't feel disappointed to have to tell north it was just like i still hadn't figured out how i was going to tell the three kids that was my big worry and i was like oh gosh you know it's just eating me up inside so once you know i ripped the band-aid off and then they knew and then it was kind of like all right let's move forward um and we learned a lot from this competition about things that we would do so i think that it'll be no matter what happens going forward um i love the experience you know I love the experience. So we got a lot. Huge announcement in eighth grade with the sweater contest. You yes. talked about like, you know, one failure. Announce who who was the winner. So <laughs> the person that won all of eighth grade, the one that's I'm going to make the sweater. Um, ugly Christmas uh, sweater ugly for Christmas next year. sweater is actually Lincoln's. And not because he lost Samsung. It was just coincidentally, um, every time I would take these out, I just kept coming back to his. He did a jingle sells, and it was really, really clever. Love it. That and is it's, clever. It is really clever. And I will be so proud to sport this. And, um, and his smile, like... When I told him he won, he's just, he's like a, a character like you would dream of having him in movies because he's so animated and everything is so heartfelt. Uh, he was very, very excited and touched by that. So yeah, it was a, you know, highs and lows for Lincoln, but he, all of them, they just rallied. They just rallied and they took it great. And, you know, and then it just makes us realize like you don't have to, you don't have to protect kids from those kinds of things. Failure is a part of life. And if you don't, walk them through that and be part of that then you're doing them a disservice so you know well said well said and they they left at the end of the day they all kind of came together and like we did like a little special like you know treat for them and they just all had the biggest smile on their they faces yeah. and this is something like i hope that they'll always cherish and remember yeah, and me too. to know they're a part of this but you talk about taking that learning outside the classroom i mean they're in there doing the application mm -hmm. like doing all this stuff in a Google Doc and it's so cool and like you don't know how of these 100 state winners how much are being student led you know yeah. and that's something that we try to really celebrate and focus on and right. it's about you the kids and not us the teachers doing this and um, you know we'll get there we're not going to give up you know no, you it's know? fun and then I'll, I'll, I'll proudly be the uh, 27 dresses of Samsung Cell for tomorrow and it's an honor to be a finalist it and, is because you're among the top 300 STEM ideas you know this is like like your proposal, you know, out of thousands of applications was among the final 300. And, you know, sometimes you lose sight of that. You know, you're going from 300 to 100. And, you know, we, we, we didn't make that. And um, but the kids, I could not be more proud of them. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we truly are uh, the biggest winners from all that. Well, and, and, you know, if you're if your goal is to give student voice an authentic audience, they came up with a problem. They came both, both up with a solution, and Samsung saw value in what they saw as well. And that is huge for kids to to have someone who's like qualified to look at these things and say, "Wow, great idea! Let's see where you can go with that." I think that's awesome. And the more we can do that for kids, I think, um, I think that's the future. I mean, we have a lot of problems all around, <laughs> and uh, someone's got to pay attention to them and start coming up with solutions. So, yes. Well. People have been asking me, they're like, what's going on with you and Donors Choose? The good news is 
Donor Shoes and myself, we, we, we've come to an agreement. We've, we, we're going to work through this. They've opened up my account. We're going to be able to order our Switches for our eSports club and the Nintendo Labos. Me and you are going to sit down. We're going to do that today. We're going to hit submit, and we could not be more excited. This I reached out. I, I gave them a, a, a pretty passionate email about Wally passing away and the last day of school, like this whole thing. And and I'm so happy that they were able to um, understand life happens sometimes and, you know, they're willing to let bygones be bygones. And I've been pouring my heart out on the podcast saying that we need to get to this point. I want this for our kids. And just on Twitter, like esports is just blown up like crazy. And I have sixth graders asking me, like kind of trying to help me like with the order and everything and it's so cool because this is our next phase and it's so cool that we're going to have these things probably in the next week here that we can get our esports club started uh using this in the classroom and i'm just so happy that uh, me and donors choose our friends again. I know you guys are like you're not on a break now. Like it's this is big. It's such a huge. It's been a five year uh, break. It's been a five year break. It's a gift. It is a gift. And you don't use donors shoes just because of that. Like, I, I, was I am like, a very loyal friend. You I will are tell you. I'm a very loyal friend. Uh, <laughs> One of your best qualities. I um, but I just I'm really really relieved because that would have. That would have hit us pretty hard, and it was very, you know, Especially they don't if have to. We've been to. talking it up, you know. Yeah, and I know, and they don't have to do that, and so it's huge that they're going to. So that's a game changer, pun intended. Like it is a game changer for us. It's going to be amazing, and the bottom line, it's a game changer because kids are asking for this. They, they, we mentioned it. It's been on people's radar, and they are ready. Like they're ready, and so basically, donors choose is really allowing us to do something. Um, bring something to our campus that like our kids are ready for that next step yeah and you know throughout the state and in the district and you just don't know where like this seed is going to go and where it's going to grow and something that we want to do we want to start hosting uh, middle school like esports tournaments and kind of organize those things and get big on the scene and i'm just so excited because the kids are so passionate like this is this is our next phase like this is where we're going you know with the minecraft education which we also have to do today as well and with the esports and you know having the labos in the classroom and like the true gamification and i could not be more happy and i want to thank you for for pushing me i I know you i was stressed about it and you were i know and you were you were just pushing me the whole way saying you gotta get this done just rip it off like a band-aid send the email and it felt good when you did it though i mean i could tell that you felt like a huge weight off because then you're not in control of what their response is there's nothing you can do now you just wait but like to have your part done you just it felt, I could tell you felt a lot better. I felt a lot better. <laughs> That's for sure. But this is huge. Like, and I keep seeing esports things like Twitter is blowing up. Yeah. And I love, love, love when something that you and I have already started putting, you know, in motion, when you see that our timing just lined up so awesome and like the possibilities and the potential there are huge. They are huge. Yeah. Shout out to Fiesta Bowl, Donors Choose. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is going to change the things that how kids learn and how they interact with one another on our campus. And it's going to be hard to keep this in a seven, eight level. I mean, we're going to have to like some way figure out to go to a five, six level Mm -hmm. as well, because the kids want it. This is like, this is their lives. This is what they do. Like, you know, they're gamers This is how they learn in terms of like scholarships and, and how education is changing. Like, these are things that are all in the classrooms, like all over the country, all over the world. Yeah. And I mean, there's just so many opportunities from learning how to like green screen and cast like with Twitch headsets, like building the PCs. Uh, announcers are a big thing. Ryan, he, he he has a career as a as an esports announcer. Like when me and Mackenzie are there, he's just running around with his shirt off, like giving us the play by play. He loves it. And like, but these are like the careers and you yes. know where things are there. And I just saw some cool things where. Parents are just so proud seeing their kids like being part of these things and you know because it's one thing to be on your couch but like when you're part of that team and Mm -hmm. you're competing for things you you know you want to see like you talked about the failure you want to see like where those skills translate uh, into the real world and this is the future and uh, I'm just so thankful for uh, the Fiesta Bowl and I've said this over and over like when we started this podcast, we just don't know where the year is going to take us. Right. And you told me, you're like, take the shot, uh, do this for the Fiesta Bowl. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think it's a little crazy. And I'm it, so glad. And they, they, they pulled my name for this. And this is 
it's just the next phase for us, you yeah, know. And it is. I feel like we've moved on from the first Lego League, and which is a good thing for us. And esports and the Minecraft education. That's that's our. It's going to be our new baby. Which you know, we said we said we wanted to be at the beginning of the third quarter. We're a weekend, so we're a little behind schedule. But well, we're waiting for some stuff to fall in line. Yeah. You know, there's so, you know that's the hard thing. Honestly, I feel like we've moved faster with following through and deadlines and stuff than we have in the past we're getting better but we're only one component there's other factors in there and so you know we'll get there we are and you know these these are goals that we set out right. you know these are things that we set out at the beginning of the year we were like we want to do this this and this mm-hmm. and you know set goals people set goals because they they come <coughs> true and it's that's true that is true well you know i just i'm not going to go too long on this but i just have to say sam is obsessed with this new game arc i don't know if it's a new game in the gaming world but it's new to him and i'm still well, hazy. tell us what arc is yeah i'm hazy on what it is but basically what i can tell from it is it's i think it's a spin-off or somehow connected to like a minecraft type of world so you're you are building but basically it seems like you're building like uh, I heard him say ours has turrets, so I'm guessing it's like fortresses, like uh, protection things. But strategy, I am completely blown away. Like that's what gets me most excited about esports is these kids are going to have to think so differently. It's not just reactionary. It's like um, some of it is reactionary, but there's so much, um, you know, it's like chess, but, you know, in this game form. But Sam, they're taming dinosaurs. Uh, and so there's like, they're they're having to understand like chemistry. They're making tranquilizer darts. They have to know how to keep this dinosaur alive and how you tame it. And then you have to keep it under. It's like, and you're fighting against, you're, you're battling against other people that may want to sabotage your thing. And they'll like, <laughs> let your dinosaurs go and like everything gets killed. It's fascinating. Ella and I were listening to him and we're like, we should just literally tweet out just clips that you hear the kids saying because they're the most ridiculous statements. They mean nothing to us. But I am completely blown away by the amount of problem solving and you're, vir- you're working virtually with these people and you're all coming together like you're going to handle this, you're going to handle this. And I'm hearing so much leadership um, from my kid that I just, I'm, like, I'm super supportive. It's ours though. It's tough, but it's amazing. Well, I think you need to share your uh, bad mom story from break. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, so break. You know, I will say he's twelve years old, and what twelve-year-old boys want to do on winter break is they want a game. They just don't get a chance to do that. So it's essentially their entertainment, but it's their decompression. It's it's their time with their friends. Like it's everything all combined. And Sam would spend. I mean, he didn't get up super early, but I would say by nine. He was already on uh, on this game, as were his friends, and then they would go till like midnight, past midnight, and so every day. And so finally, I was like, okay, I just like first of all, I you need to bathe, like you need to do some stuff, and so I said, I just I need you to take half a day off, like I just want you to, like we're gonna do some stuff. I took him to the library that day. We did some stuff, other things, and he actually said, you know. I'm glad that you had me do this because I needed a break. You know, I was glad. So he didn't like it at first, but then he was glad. But then he wasn't so glad because then I let him. <laughs> I love where the story is going. I let him go back on that night and I come in and he is in hysterics. And I don't mean laughing. So he is very, really, very, very upset because as I get him to calm down and he's telling me they've lost everything. So while I'm having Sam go to the library and do run errands with me, and have time with his mama um hit all of his dinosaur one dinosaur got loose and killed all of the rest and they literally <laughs> lost everything that they had worked for days and days and days and days on and he was devastated he was devastated and i felt awful you did feel awful i, I remember you telling awful. me that story i was laughing but I, I know how sam gets when he's like passionate about something it's a tough thing because those game makers are genius because if you leave and you don't stay on it, then you lose your stuff because at some point you have to have a, like, you have to go grocery shopping as an adult or you have to go to a job or you have to go to school. Like you have to leave. And um, 
I'm confused about how people are not losing everything. And the fact that is like, you know, there's like a crew of them. Like, you know, so it wasn't just Sam. Like, you know, someone else could have gone in there and checked it. So on that day, like nobody like went in there and checked it. That's what I said. I'm like, you have to come up with a plan. Sam Sam was crushed there. But if someone sabotaged them yesterday, some kids from school, they broke off and they Uh mutinied. And so then it was like a a battle and they were like, fortify this and this. And it was the most, it was as if it was a real, and I kept saying like, it's not real life like <laughs> calm down um but it was cool to see like okay someone has infiltrated your your ranks and what's your reaction and how are you going to like preserve your stuff and what's your what's your strategy to defend and offer the offense i'm finding it fascinating can you please record some clips and, I'm 100%, and tweet them you out for love us them. it is the most hysterical thing ever so it is pretty awesome I think we need to uh, have Sam on here and just give us the arc rundown and oh kind of re- so relive that moment. And uh, I want to know what this arc is. And yeah, it's really like, well, your son knows. You just have to ask him. Yeah, so I think we got to have Sam on, maybe have uh, his buddy Noah, unless Noah was part of that. No, Noah's, split. he's one of oh, his Noah, kids. Noah's yeah. still in his uh, thing there. and But that's so cool what these kids would do. And uh, we'll do. And Ryan's the same way. Like yesterday, like I, I had to make them because my kids don't have technology uh, during the week. And I mean, and Ryan was a little foul because I made him work from 3.30 to 4.30 uh, when we were doing that Astro Camp email. And usually that's his like downtime before we go to Tumbling. He's like, oh, I want to quit Tumbling. I'm like, oh, I already signed up for the year. So <laughs> we'll come back and it's January. Uh, so we'll talk next year. And like he'll like so we went for a hike yesterday, went to the dog park and he just needed to have that little activity in the morning. And and then like at nine thirty, I was like so busy yesterday, just like cleaning, doing things and you know, this is nine thirty at night. He's like, Oh, we, we haven't played any Rocket League today. So we sat down for forty minutes and That's nice. and he's getting good. Like, you know, he's like so now I'm like I'm not I don't feel like I'm carrying him the whole time yeah. and we went on this like run like we went like five and one. It was awesome. We I were winning all these games. Together. And then one time he was he was upset. I was scoring all the goals and and then I'm like, I'm like, we're winning six nothing, bud. Like, you know, and then so like it was ten ten. I'm like, I so like, you know, at ten o'clock I should have like gone Cinderella and uh had the ball um turn into a pumpkin but he melted down you know classic sam it is like you know when you go past that point and we're winning and i'm like we won we won and he's like you didn't let me score a goal <laughs> he's just like you do get a little competitive yeah <laughs> I, I do and uh you know but i'm having so much fun you know learn from him and he's a first grade and he's in there and like you know he's he's competing with these who knows how old these kids are and you know it's probably so best we don't know this is this is yeah that's true but <laughs> this is the next thing for like yeah. schools and kids that are his age doing this and i just love how much kids love rocket league and how much i love it that's awesome well you had a big week as well this is the third year in a row that you've hosted the sierra verde oh. spelling bee I now love that spelling wh- bee. what do you love about the spelling bee well first of all i've always been a wordy i have always always been a wordy i love um I love vocabulary. I'm totally a dork like that. And when I was a kid, I used to be in spelling bees, and I really like them. So I'm a pretty good speller, and I think I have a, a fairly extensive uh, vocabulary. But that when, might be an understatement. Yeah, when Michelle, uh, Coach Thomas, asked me to do this uh, three years ago, it was my first year, and I was freaking out. I don't know if you remember, but like I, I was a hot mess over this because I really hadn't. Oh, no, I was a judge one year, maybe the year prior uh, or two years prior, but I had judged it before. But I was like, oh, my gosh, like there's rules and, you know, I'm, what if I mess up? And so, you know, I took that packet home and I highlighted it and I listened to the pronunciations of words and like I was such a mess. I was so stressed out, um, but I loved it. And then last year, I just was like, Okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have a little fun with it. It's very stressful. You see how stressed the kids are. It makes me sad because, um, you know, that's a lot of pressure. And I feel like kids are so hard on themselves. And so I'm like, okay, this is something that like I can, I can kind of help with that. So I, you know, I found my groove and I, you know, I looked at the packet ahead of time and highlighted some words and, you know, kind of had a plan and stuff. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then this year, I just, I'm looking at that stage and poor Jaden. Oh my gosh, I poor kid. She looked like she was going to puke at any moment. And so I was just like focused on uh, her. And then we had some kids that were popped into it at the last minute. But I really love that, you know, spelling, much like anything, um, 
like seemingly academic, like a geography reveal. It's, it's tough to go in there and, and be in front of your peers because you know, people aren't always kind to you about, you know, being part of that and sometimes you get made fun of. But if you think about what they're doing, it's so hard to spell. Like I, I have a hard time visualizing words in my mind. Like I can write. Like if someone asked me how to spell things, I would say, oh, let me write it down. But to do it like – but then you're not even – you're hearing – noises and you're seeing all the crowd and it's very very challenging so i i love the whole energy about it like i just think it's seriously one of my favorite things of the whole year it is like my favorite week during the summer when espn is doing the scripts uh spell and be the national spell and be and they're doing like the highlights of kids and and their reactions and some of the crazy words you do such a great job bringing such a great energy to the crowd and kind of you know really like being the uh the maestro of the spell and be (laughs) like that's what you are you know and like you know just have that command and make it fun and kind of ease those tensions for the kids And also keep, like, the kids on the edge of their seats. And how many rounds did that final one go? I I was trying to remember if it was 17 or 18. Well, we've never, like, you know, the first year was nowhere near that second year either. Like, 17 or 18 rounds. And they did it. Kudos to them. Those were some tough words. I like how uh, Bonham was like, what's nefarious anyway? And I was like, (laughs) it's nefarious. I use that word all the time. I was like, yeah. It was just so funny. But um, it was – I just – I really love that day. And I was really, really proud of the crowd. It's tough to sit there and listen to people spell. You know, it's seventh and eighth grade students. They were so good. They were. No one was talking. No one was being disrespectful. No one was like, was, I mean, it was so, so quiet. And they were not quiet because they had fallen asleep, quiet because they were engaged. Like, And I love how you said that some of my eighth graders went up and were congratulating the seventh graders, um, just telling them what a good job. And I heard that from a lot of different kids, too. Yeah, it made me really proud of awesome. them. It was awesome. It was so cool. And and the kids were like on the edge of their seat. I was on the edge of my seat. And like, you know, like you try to play along as a teacher and try to spell these words and you're just blown away by what the kids are doing. And me and Bonham, like, you know, and like Poblano. Like, I uh, love that you thought uh, that was. I thought it was a cheese. Cause like we, we just went to my favorite restaurant. We went to Blanco. I remember Sam talked about like, he's like, the difference is not getting the Poblano on the burrito or something. And he said something and I just assumed it was a cheese and I had no clue it was a pepper. Yeah. And then I told. I told I told Bonham I'm like I'm like it's a cheese. I was like I was just at Blanco. Like uh, uh, I wonder though if you were partly thinking that too because Romano like Romano is a type of cheese. Maybe there somewhere in your know. mind was connecting that. It was, it was Sam. I went back cheese, to Sam. Like I was dying. I was laughing so hard when the you know the one that really stumped eighth grade. They so many kids came up to me. They're like, I had no idea how to spell avocado. Thought it was an AVA all this time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, mind blown. Um, but it's like raspberry. It, it's fun. Yeah, that is a good one. That wasn't on the list. But man, it was just such a fun way to start the morning. You know, I I love the I love the spelling bee. I just I love the community of it. You know, I really um, am rooting for, you know, our team as they move forward. I love those kinds of academic things, too. You know, Battle of the Books, Spelling Bee. Like, good for them, you know. Good for them. And, you know, I can't wait to see what they do next. They're crushing it. Well, you had a big week in eighth grade. You had an assignment over break. Yes, I did. The students had to turn in their books. So tell us, what is the basis of these books that uh, the students had to write and illustrate? Yeah, so the unit that we're in, we, you know, eighth grade science is different um, in the fact that you don't have four quarter units, you have three blocks. So you have three things instead of the two, uh, four. So we have bio, and then, then you have chemistry, and then you end with a unit on physics. And chemistry, um, you know, the all of chemistry boils down to, no pun intended, that's a good one, that was a good analogy. Um, it all boils down to particles. It all boils down to matter and how matter behaves. How matter behaves when you add energy, when you um, when it reacts with other things. It's all about um, you know the particles and the states of matter. And so I do have them do a children's book, and it has to be all about um, states and phases of matter. And they have a whole month, so they have all of December to do this. Do they start at the beginning of December? Not so much. I do give them a day. They sit down in class and then they work on it. And then right before break, I gave them another day. So my goal and what I said to them is um, 
I don't want you going into break cold, having not started at all, because I was a kid and I remember if you haven't started a big project, then you put it off and you've never like started it, then it's hard to jump in, really hard to jump in. So anyway, so we did this and, um, but they're children's books. They, so they're, they're children's books about these complex concepts that they have learned about but they have to be able to write it in a simplified version that they could read it to second grade because second grade does states of matter as well so i thought it would be good to kind of reinforce what they do and then um and then so we pair it with them so they have to know their audience they have to understand what makes a good book as far as like engaging like character storyline color you know words max bless max he is like like no other and he has such a high um uh, content volume within his head about everything and so his children's book is like a college dissertation and uh so what max is going to do is he is going to he turned that in and that's fine because that's where his heart is but you have to know your audience and he cannot read that to a second grader so he's going to do a modified version simplified version for a second grade before a lot of kids are it. talking about max's book they are they genuinely are like oh my gosh but they were actually kind of delighted because um they knew that it's not going to meet the criteria and they spent a lot of time trying to write it in the way that it did for them so you know uh it'll be interesting i i sat down and kind of mapped out the rest of this unit to see when i can um tap second grade to, to read these uh, it's typically just second grade but last year lunches didn't work out and special schedules didn't work out so we had to pull in some other grades so we may have to do that as well I kind of have to look at what their availability is and compare that with mine because I have four four classes and so I have to pair them up um, so you did cool. you did a good job preparing the kids though last year you said these are some tough critics I know my daughter was in that group last yeah, year hilarious. crushing kids and uh, you, you said some kids <laughs> some eighth graders <laughs> walked away in tears last year after hearing after hearing the harsh criticism <laughs> of uh, some of these younger kids actually one of the people and I think we had said we were going to talk about him and I don't yeah but is low hit and um, and he was very much on the same level as max and he wrote a phenomenal book but it was chapters and after page one uh his kid just said your book is boring and literally <laughs> stood up and walked I'm away not, i'm not <laughs> laughing i'm not and laughing low hit was so but the reason it was just low hit wrote a great story it just wasn't age appropriate so it's a good it's good for kids especially when you're at a k-8 Eighth graders need to understand how to interact with younger kids because they're the role models. But it's not it's not a peer to peer situation, so you have to know how to modify and how how you can be you know be able to have those conversations um, because the second graders are incredibly uh, well versed in matter, and so they can have really good conversations with you. But you just need to be able to be you know at a better understanding of where where that conversation starts. But yeah, the books are amazing and I just barely started um, grading. Although, you know that I've had some trickiness with this grade book this year. Sure enough, I put in a different assignment. I put two grades in the grade book yesterday. Not grades, but like the, the, the assignment I put into the grade book. And I graded one thing, it was a 10 point class assignment. And I went in and put all those grades and I accidentally put those into the children's books. So the children's books are worth 50 and I put in everybody having 10 points. And so every single person got an F. Um, <laughs> and I got so many messages. Oh, like, I am not kidding. A minute after those went in, I started getting messages on Remind, and I was like, oh my gosh, did I just do this? And so, anyway, I fixed it. I would have figured it out like minutes later, but yeah. Now, what are some of your highlight books that you've uh, sat down and read? What so, are- the first one that I read yesterday, it was so cool the way she did it. First of all, one of the big things for their children's books is they have to have a surprise element of some sort, and that could be a lot of different things. It could have um, a touch and feel kind of thing. It could have like hidden pictures. It can be anything, but she did her and she made it where she's collecting these states of matter and they put in the character puts them in a snow globe so she attached half of this uh, plastic clear dome on the front of her book and actually made a snow globe on there and it has like um uh, confetti or something and they're not glitter but confetti and and her whole story is about this snow globe situation and it's so simple 
and so perfect and the kids are going to lose their minds there's ones on that are with paw patrol characters there's a really cool scooby-doo one um i've just briefly looked in it one girl um did her whole book and with the book she sent in a pack of um scented markers and the kids will color along with the scented markers oh, as man. they read the book. My mind is blown. I mean, it's crazy. So I'm super pumped. And I've just barely started looking at them. Um, and then, to be honest, I fell asleep. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say enough late. So anyway, but that's uh, that's where it is. But I'm, I'm incredibly proud of the amount of pride that goes into their work. You know, that yeah. just makes me proud. That's awesome. I look forward to seeing these books on Twitter and kind of see the kids' reactions. I always love seeing the eighth graders reading those books to the younger kids. And like last year, did you do first, second, and third last year, or just did you do second and third? I did second, third, and fourth. Second, third, and fourth. Mm -hmm. Because that's uh, what worked out. Yeah, for the times there. And Mm. they're so cool. And like when you said, like these are rolling in, you're like, I'm just blown away by their creativity, like how much work they put into Mm -hmm. these and how awesome they came out. And I know this is one of your highlights as a teacher that you do every year. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to gauge your audience. Sometimes we even struggle with that as teachers, like being like, is this on their level? Is it too hard? Like, is it below them? And, you know, this is a, a tough skill for eighth graders to know, Max and low hit, especially. <laughs> but I'm glad that uh, Max is given the uh, the Cliff Notes version. He's just a, he's just so good. I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure I'm going to need to sit down with like a professor when I do because it's going to be so so high level. But same amount of effort went into it, and so you know I'm proud of these kids. I really am. Well, and speaking of which, we were getting ready to come back last Saturday and. Uh, we both received an email from our man Low Hit. I used to call him Low Heat. Low Heat. Low Hit. Low Hit's the man. He he just moved to Austin. Uh, this is his first year in Austin. He's a sophomore this year, and he came to say goodbye. And we have like the best picture with we him. Were a mess. We were just so excited to see him. And, like, yeah, but we were so coming, sad they were moving. He was coming by to tell us he was leaving. He sent us his awesome email about the things he's doing. He's now part of the uh, FRC, First Lego League, uh, the robotics at the high school level, something that we've been begging him to get involved so in. So perfect for him. And it seems like he's like really found his people. But I had to call you once I got this email. Uh, and I was just like so blown away. I'm like, did you see this email? You're like, no, I haven't logged in my email yet. I'm like, Lohit sent us an email. He let us know how he's doing. And just his words were just so impactful for me and you and just to hear how he's doing and all these cool things he's doing. But, you know, as a teacher, those are the things that, you know, we don't get those big bonuses, but we get these little like nuggets that yeah. they are the biggest bonus that we, really we, we tuck away. And, you know, like when we're having a bad day, we can pull those up and, you know, just – it just made both of us like you know what he mess. said about you. You like, are you were. Oh, I was emotional. reading it to you, and you were uh, you were getting choked up. And I he's really just like was. one of the best kids on planet Earth. And well, and you want them, but here's my favorite part of. Well, there were so many. I can't say my favorite part, but um, heart moving in high school is tough. That's a tough, uh, tough age. And he's found his people he's found um this group where his brain because like i like that he sought out a stem school that's huge um because you know that he's meant to do that but beyond that he um sought out a robotics club here's the thing i love you did robotics with them you had a really small group you only did it for like what a month something like that right towards the end. Um, But that was something they were just dying to do. And they were like, come on, let us do this. And then you just threw them in and you challenged them to do these things. And you kept saying how good he would be for this. Um, So you planted those seeds. But he didn't do it. He didn't do it at high school. He didn't do it in Ridge the first year. Um, And then he moved and something connected finally, but those seeds were already planted. And then he was willing to give that a chance. And like, I will tell you, that is like the perfect environment for the way he processes the world the the way he thinks and like him with robotics or like ai think about what he could actually i mean the kid is fascinated with time travel i'm like you know i I still think he's gonna crack the code i do too like i do too and like i look at him and think he you need to introduce them to these things you have to show them that you believe in them and say like you should be doing this you have the capability of doing this and you say and you say and you say and then you push them out of the nest and then he's like soaring he's soaring and like that is an amazing thing to see 
went to start the 2020 year. Like that totally filled our buckets. Oh it was gosh. it was such a great moment, such a great email. So really low was. hit if you're listening, we appreciate you. We're, proud and of you bud. we're so proud of what you're doing. And we've been telling you for years, like this is where you need to be, this is what you need to be doing. And Austin's like in such a tech kind of mecca kind of place Keep with it weird, like bro. Keep it weird. Uh, <laughs> stay weird, Austin. <laughs> uh, South by Southwest. They do like that whole like ed tech conference. They do a whole yeah. teacher one. And I mean that is between music and music and technology low hits like where he needs to be He's and right there i can't wait to hear uh how his team does at the the state tournament you finally emailed him back this week actually i started it and i didn't finish the email so <laughs> i need to me. You text <laughs> i me said, you told I me said i'm finally sitting down to respond and i was mid respond but the problem is, is when your email closes although it might be a draft i should see it better be because i had got about halfway well, I like to put a lot of thought into this. And this is all in the first week back of 2020. Right well, like we always say, people, if you can be anything in the world, be kind and keep changing the world. Now, if you want to know, did these things actually happen? Mm-hmm. Did Mrs. Schofield have to jump my car? You need to follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton.